hi, good afternoon, sir. How can we help you? What, what are you looking for? And I said, I said, I just like, kind of was like clowns. And they're like, Cindy, they said, back, they, said they said right here is this, sir. And they bring you past the, the beads in the doorway <laughs> to the act the clown section. Yeah, yeah exactly. Show yeah. us your clown card, sir. Or you're allowed back in the clown yeah, section. Yeah, exactly. We have a separate section for real clowns. Yeah, kids um, aren't allowed he, here. He looked at me, he looked at me and kind of like, just like made his weird face. And he was like, Cindy, take this man to the clowns, please. And I walked back there just like. <laughs> Send in the clowns, Cindy. Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. We're your hosts, Dylan and Joe. Joe the Clown. Joe the Clown, what are we talking about today? Happy April Fool's Day, basement listeners. Today we're talking about clowns. The Day of the Fool. We're talking about the history of fools and their point in popular culture, movies, TV, and uh, down by the circus. And maybe the past goes a little bit further back than we thought. We're talking about clowns today. We're talking about clowns, and we want to welcome you guys to our 20th episode, our 20th podcast. Oh my gosh, we made it to 20. Yeah, we want to thank you guys for sticking with us this entire time. Looking forward to this podcast, all your comments, all your reviews, all your write-ins, text messages, phone calls, that type of stuff. Letting us know that uh, you like hanging. Here's the 20 more. Here's the 20 more. Which will be what, like two months away? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Won't be long now. Won't be long. So today, as you guys guessed, we're going to talk about clowns. History of clowns, things you didn't know about clowns, things we didn't know about clowns. Clowns go back all the way to the Egyptians, as most things that pop up on this podcast. Yeah, that might be our biggest reoccurring character on this podcast, besides Christopher Columbus, is the Egyptians. They they are the first at everything. That's right. So, twenty four hundred BC, uh, the first, <laughs> just like everything else we have, clowns showed up on cave paintings in Egypt. Of course, they did. <laughs> And uh, how did did you think that going into this podcast, we were going to find Egypt involved again? I had no idea. I figured for sure this time they would not be involved. You know, I was really thinking this whole clown thing was just really funny. Like, like (laughs) that clowns are something that have just it's just something that in my life, they've always been funny. Like, yes, we get there's we're going to get into it. There's a creepy thing. There's all sorts of other shit. Some crazy stuff is happening. Everyone's got different thoughts on clowns. We're going to address all of them. Overall, clowns are funny. They're full of buffoonery, which is... And uh, balloonery. And balloonery, which is um, 
which is great. I mean, that the, their job in society is to just make you laugh, do stupid things, separate themselves from socio-normal uh, ways of life. And, um, and that's the clown. But we'd be shocked to find out that there's just a much bigger story than this. And, I did that. Yeah, so 2400 BC, we got some clowns in ancient hieroglyphics, in the, which is the, in the 5th dynasty of BC. Joe, what the fuck does that mean? What is the 5th dynasty? Uh, the fifth dynasty is only looking back on it now, recategorizing it that way, because we know about generally how many dynasties there were in Egypt. Each dynasty would be one family name. When that family name dies out or someone else becomes pharaoh, uh, they'll, they'll change the dynasty. So much like in China, uh, they'd say that the fifth dynasty would be the fifth family to rule over Egypt proper. Got it. Okay. All right. So we got clowns back then. <laughs> the fifth dynasty in Egypt. <laughs> this is what we got here. And... Um, the interesting thing is you can kind of see this because if you actually use some, uh, I wouldn't say critical thinking, but if you think about it and um, raise your hand if you've met a clown. Right here. Okay. Well, you're talking to, you're talking you're talking to, to two. Clown. If you haven't, now you have. You better put haven't, now you up. have. Yep. And uh, Joe, is this, before we get there, is this, is this your first time being a clown? We'll get back to Egypt in a second, but have you been a clown before? Uh, well, most people would say that I am a clown constantly and take me seriously. But beyond that, I don't think I've ever dressed up as a clown before. Uh, I can't remember any ever wearing a, a red nose for more than a couple minutes. This would be my new record. Yeah, I don't think I've been a clown before. How are you? Uh, how's it? How's the breathing situation with the with the nose? Uh, it's all great. It kind of feels. <laughs> it kind of feel like the, there's a red styrofoam ball pinching my nose together, but that makes it stay on. So, and I got my mouth. So not too bad. I wouldn't want to run a marathon like this, though. No, definitely not. But uh, just watch out for things like that because uh, we might. I mean, now that you said that, it could go on the list. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you never know. I wouldn't say marathon, but I mean, I, I would definitely do a 5K as a clown. There must be a clown 5K that already exists, right? There got to be a clown run, some kind of clown thing. It's got to yeah. be. There's got to be. They had to have Red Nose Day in the UK, I know. It's a big charity event they do every year where they sell red noses and people, you know, play jokes on each other. It's kind of their version of that. But all the money goes to charity. Um, and you're trying to make people laugh, which, you know, clowns do for some people and for others, uh, they do not. I thought that was just Chevy Truck Month. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Rocktober, baby. <laughs> It's the Toyota Thon. <laughs> it's Toyota Thon. Wear your red noses for Toyota Thon. I can't keep up with it anymore. Yeah. What are you gonna wear for what month? The what, no, 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 no. What month yeah, that's not your fault. There's too many. Yeah. Month, the Toyota Thon. National Bow Tie Day is bow everything. Tie Day. Real. Every day's um, a day now. But yeah, I mean, what, what Dylan's saying is, yeah, it's fascinating. The idea of clowns has gone back that far, and I say that much like everything we talk about in this show. Most major cultures have uh, the idea of a clown within their culture. I mean, not the clown as we know it now with the with the big red nose and the bow tie, but the idea of trickster spirits and fools has gone way back in the past for, like I said, almost every major culture in the world. I mean, the idea of the clown comes from those trickster gods. And for example, Native American cultures would perform clown shows themselves as part of ceremonies. Someone would embody the trickster spirit, which in Native American cultures, or at least some of them, is the coyote, the, the trickster of the animal world for them. Classic trickster, the coyote. Yeah, so they would, they would dress up as the coyote and they would do you know their ceremony and do the, the trickster stuff. So this is just an ancient uh, version of what uh, clowning was back in the day before people uh, could spread their ideas across the pond. And the craziest thing about that is, so yeah, the Native Americans, you know, my people, 
just want to shout out to them. Uh, shout out to the Red Nose Tribe. Yep. Um, <clears throat> on 23andMe, I'm 0.1% Native American, and it counts still. I did know this, though. The It went down. Um, my grandfather always said, like, his grandfather was Native American or something like that, which would make me do whatever amount I am, I am. But anyways. Um, Slightly more than Elizabeth Warren. All right, we won't get more. political. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I'm not. I am like, a clown after all. Um, yeah, that's right. So, um, so what I think is crazy, and I'm not surprised about it, is that clowns in Egypt, so again, same time as Native Americans, the whole thing, they were kind of like a half-sea situation. So they were clowns, but they were also seen as priests as well, because the clown was the philosophical type. I mean, it takes a massive fucking pair to be a clown. Last of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> or glasses. Or glasses. <laughs> we could be <laughs> whatever you're talking about. So to be a clown um, in Egypt also meant that you are a phys- philosophical type person who's a priest who's connected to the spiritual world. Interesting. That's crazy. That is odd. Yeah, you wouldn't think that. I mean, the respect for the fool in our society has gone way down, I think. It's gone up and down over time, but it sounds like back in ancient times, it was a highly respected spot. The priests were some of the highest among society for millennia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, another another great thing, too, is so, again, actually more recent times, we're talking about like 1 AD type of thing. We're, we're into China at this point where they're starting to have jesters show up and all this type of thing. I mean, do you have sure. any information in that thousand years that I, I missed or actually 2,400 years? I don't have specifically a gap between there, but yeah, just that idea touching on the idea of the fool in, uh, in culture, which ends up becoming in medieval times, hundreds of years later, what we see as the jester, the court jester. Mm-hmm. But that's that idea, that archetype of the fool, where whether it's religious ceremonies, whether it's, you know, uh, entertaining a court or whether it's in the future where we're going to be doing it as a purely comedy show entertainment. It's that archetype of the fool that travels throughout time. And that's why the clown has lasted so long and will last into the future in different forms. Yeah. And speaking of the fool, I mean, another important thing that has to do with clowns is uh, back to the spiritual realm of things. So if you're, you're sitting down, you paid the 50 bucks to uh, get a tarot card reading. Mm -hmm. Our friend Skip, uh, isn't with us today. He's with us here, but in spirit, of course, because we're doing spirit, about clowns. He's, so. he's still alive, but he uh, him being a clown himself is actually the topic of the discussion here. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's the podcast. We just want to point out he's a clown. Oh, <laughs> oh technical difficulty here with our. This, oh, this is a little more comfortable with him like this. There um, you go. Yeah, whatever so, works. Um, he's a he's he's our our uh, celebrity tarot card reader and. Um, We'd, we would like to have him uh, on the podcast for that, but um, <clears throat> that's another topic. But anyways, he uh, I'm sure he's all familiar with the Fool card. The Fool card isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, if you get drawn the Fool card, it's a jester. Mm-hmm. And it's typically always got one foot on the edge of a cliff and one foot off the edge of a cliff, which sounds foolish. Sounds foolish. I get sure. it. But, it. but it's symbolic of having one foot planted on earth and one foot in the spiritual world or in something. So if you're like, Hey, my job is really, uh, not fulfilling me to my clownist level and you're looking for a new career. Um, it means you're halfway there. 
you got this, bro. Living on a prayer. Yeah, that's interesting. The idea that the fool is, uh, you know, obviously you see it and at a point of humor being like, look at this idiot. Uh, they're so dumb. Let's all laugh at them. But maybe they're more connected to the spiritual world than you are. You know, they have this yeah, different idea yeah, of how to exactly. live their life. If anybody out there is struggling with a decision like that, they're halfway in, halfway out of something. I mean, there's a famous Greek philosopher. I'll look up his name and I'll put it on the podcast because I'll be kicking myself if I don't. But he's the guy that, that Socrates said was the smartest man he ever met and the wisest. And he was an absolute fool. He, he would just, you didn't wear any clothes. He lived on the side of the road and all the philosophers would go ask him questions. And he said the craziest answers that were so impactful and made them think so much that they, they, a lot of them considered him the smartest man they ever met, including Socrates, who was easily one of the smartest people to ever existed. He said, this is the guy. We don't, we're all dressing up in our nice togas going up here, acting all smart. The guy living on the side of the road, drinking water and swill of wine and whatever donations he gets, he had no job just to be alive. And they said he was one of the smartest men of all the time. It's just a different perspective of, of the fool. Yeah, he knew what was up. He was a clown. I mean, um, I mean, uh, if the whole world's a joke, then are you are you dumber for taking it seriously or for putting on the clown nose and getting into it? I didn't think about it. You mean that the exact thing that you just said is is pretty much a quote from Charles Bukowski. Um, oh, Bukowski. Bukowski, famous non-clown, but uh, had the same theory. Humorist writer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he um, he uh, he spent his days as a famous person or as a homeless person. Uh, he slept on bench parks in, in uh, Central Park just mm -hmm. to observe people and he watched people go to and from work on the machine grinding away doing this or whatever it is and how people treated him and that type of stuff but he said that he's still his heart beat his heart's beating the same rate that theirs are probably true <laughs> maybe slightly faster that. but yeah yeah um and uh and pretty much the same thing i mean it's it's uh those 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 guys who go in who become the poetic types who become the clowns yeah i mean that that really does bow tie in nicely to our point here because as culture went on, the idea of the clown was so closely tied for people uh, that are, you know, the, the rustic fool, the guy in poverty with the ragged clothes and uh, having an outside perspective on everything. That's the clown. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, I mean, we're, we're kind of segueing in there. There's multiple, there's a clown hierarchy. And, and the, the bum clown, I forget the name of it, is a type of clown that people dress as like, so Many different example, types of clowns. Yeah, it's not just the one with the red nose. It's all different kinds. All different types. And however, the leader of the clowns, really the clowns, the clown academy teacher, the clown supreme, clown supreme. I forget what what I think I have it written here. I was kind of drunk last night when I was taking these notes. Um, but uh, they're the, the ones course. who actually paint their face fully white. So um, if I did have my degree from clown school, I'd be somewhere along the lines of with like 20 years experience, but not a clown academy teacher. Yeah, yeah, not, not quite. Yeah. Cloud instructor. You wouldn't be that the president of the WCA, which we will hear from later, the World Clown Association, which That's does right. exist. And Clown College also is real. It's strange enough, but no, people go to school for B-Clowns, yeah. There's different methods. There's like a, a Canadian way. There's, you know, uh, the cl Canadian clowning is a, uh, has this whole, it's a very structured way to clown. Yeah, a lot of clowning is. I mean, ironically, clowning around for professional clowns is no laughing matter. And I didn't even write that down. I'm just that fucking smart. <laughs> well, you know what they say? What do they They say Gooch is horn corn for clown lingo. And horn corn is horn corn for clown lingo. Okay, well. Don't forget that, all right? Watch your horn corn hole then. 
That's good stuff. So let, let's, let's trudge along here in the history. Like we said before, we have the court jester in oh. medieval times here playing the, the, the fool. And ironically, even though we picture the uh, the jester to be the one, you know, kind of dance for me and the king, you know, will throw stuff at them and have them dance and look like an idiot. They did do that. But a huge part of the uh, the gesturing is actually making fun of the king himself in a way that he won't want to kill you for. Mm-hmm. That gets the big laugh. You make the big guy happy or the big queen happy. Then you actually make fun of them to themselves. And if you do it just right, everyone loves you for it. And even though you don't have a really high uh, degree of respect in the community, you're much higher than a peasant uh, because you're part of the court and you make everybody laugh and they like you. So you usually think you don't make fun of the king. It's off with your head. Well, you don't call the king a fat idiot, but you do make fun of him and you do it cleverly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I felt like a clown a lot at my job. Sure. Dance monkey dance. I used to say it all the time to my sales friends. I mean, <clears throat> currently not in a sales role, but I have been in most of my life. And uh, dance monkey dance it was my thing. I mean, like, yep. I'd have to go and present something to a group of people who would just expect me to entertain them. And mm-hmm. uh, and then I'd be like, well, da are you going to? So, ta-da, how you like it? Please <laughs> smile. Please tell me I'm good. Yeah, is this good? And they would just be like, Sometimes it'd be silent or something to be interactive. Like it's just, it's entertaining at its best. If you're in sales, it's hilarious. It's actually yeah. really funny. Cause like once a while, once you realize that, that this is, you're just an entertainer. If you're a salesperson, you're a clown, you're just a fucking clown. And, um, and, uh, it, it makes it so much easier. Cause at first you're like, well, if I do this, I get anxiety and I'm not going to do that or whatever it is. Then you go, sure. What the fuck? I'm just going to give it a shot. You know, like, do your best. And then all of a sudden you go, well, that was my act. Uh, thanks for inviting me here <laughs> to Denver. Um, thanks for having me folks. Here's my yeah. card and contact me if you want to spend 10 grand. Thank you so much. Uh, have a good one. You know, yeah, it's you're in danger fun. of taking it too seriously. You, you missed the thread there for sure. Yeah. So clowns are, I mean, I am not intimidated by clowns at all. Some people are, we'll get to that later, but, um, mm-hmm. but something funny about the, so the thing is then, then also, you might have to go to your job, embarrass yourself, feel like the fool, and mm-hmm. then you go home and you have a you have a good place to live, warm, nice, watch your fucking shows, drink your beer, do your drugs, whatever the fuck makes you happy. Sure. Um, and then you go back and do the same day, and and really the people who are the you're the one laughing at the other day. It's like I got everything I need, right? And, um, I have Who's to the do clown now? I just like want to do or I do want to do or whatever it is. So jokes, uh, jokes not on you. You don't just because it's not. You know, it's a, it, sometimes it's a way to make the money and then you work it from there. So anyways, back to China, please. This is one of my favorite stories of clowns in history. And it starts, it's just all about the fact that, uh, things as impressive as the great wall of China come at a cost. Um, it was super unsafe to make this fucking thing. It was long. Thousands of people died. Big fuck. Yeah, I mean, even if we made it today, a bunch of people would die making it with modern technology. So I bet back then in the respect for human life, plus there was no OSHA. So, you know, Definitely. I still don't think there's an OSHA in China. If you look at their, their work practices. Yeah. The only OSHA was a clown and we're going to get there in a second. So <laughs> well, I'll, I'll only so, step on you so around 200 BC Chinese emperor, uh, Qin Shi Hong decided on a move that, uh, made it more deadly, made it fucked up. You wanted really? to paint the whole fucking thing. What an asshole. Isn't it enough to build it? He wanted to fucking paint it. Like, this is insane. And Classic that's a power guarantee move. to kill more thousands of more workers. Mm-hmm. Um, so giant loss. 
teeny teeny gain. Um, Plus, I mean, look at the Golden Gate Bridge. Once you paint it once, you can never stop painting it. They they paint that thing 12 months out of the year. And when they're done painting it one way, they have to go back the other way. It's not just one time. To paint the whole Great Wall, it's going to be a lifelong project to keep painting that bullshit. thing. Come yeah, your entire, some people's entire life was spent just fucking building that thing. They That's don't paint like, castles for my kids even paint it? What the fuck? So, um, so anyway, so no one spoke up about this. Um, and Under fear of death. Because everyone's exactly afraid of dying. They're like, all right, if I say, hey, Emperor uh, Hong, uh, bro, man, um, you shouldn't do this because you're going to kill people. He'd just fucking cut your head off. So Yeah, well, he'd already kill you after you called him bro. So you're too late there. Definitely. Yeah, definitely too late. So one strong man comes up, and it was the jester named UC. Uh, Let's call him UC. I can't pronounce the last name. Um, do you see what I see? UC. He was the court jester, and he openly shit on the whole idea. Just fucking talk shit about the whole thing. I that love him already. Fucking love that. And um, and what he did, he painted a dick on the wall. <laughs> now, some things are just always funny, no matter what time yep. you live in. Yep. 200 BC, he goes, all right, you want this wall painted? No problem. Big giant penis on the wall. Done. Love it. No problem. Well, wow, he really is a trailblazer. How many millions of people have followed in his big giant footsteps? <laughs> exactly. How can you even get mad at the clown for painting the wall? How could um, you? You asked him to paint the wall, he paints the wall. And uh, so anyway, so he got whipped to shit. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they, they couldn't let that slide. <laughs> exactly. And then the emperor threatened uh, to make him paint the whole wall by himself, which is great because that's just not possible. It's like, sentence, happen. I sentence you to 800 years in prison. You're like, yeah, um, cool. yeah. that's great. Uh, but <laughs> not sure what what you think is going to happen. Yeah, There's some cosmic sentences that we're not able to enact right. here on earth. And the response from our buddy, Mr. Jester, uh, Mr. Z, you uh, see, he said he, was, he said he was colorblind and can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You saw the dick just fine. Throw him in prison. I love so, it. Yeah, exactly. So, so this is all public stuff that's going on. And, uh, then well, got- it reminds me of that thing we talked about with the, um, the samurai who who they, they said just to say the one thing and then you just can't help it and you say it and then everyone thinks it's so fucking funny and they kill you but you just had to do it had to do it i love i respect the hell out of that kind of person yeah, sir. yeah your honor uh or whatever your highness yeah great, but uh i'm colorblind and they go get the fuck out of here i love it man you know they're gonna funny? get you but it's just this, too funny not it, to do it i this, love this it funny <laughs> which just makes it funnier the more he gets mad it's just yeah it's the best and um, so the whole country's laughing at this fucking emperor now. And then he abandoned the idea. Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Well, not, I'm sure the clown is, you know, Definitely. dead. But, uh, but his legend lives on even 2000 plus years later. Love it. Legend lives on. That's a legendary clown right there. Seriously. Seriously, legendary clown. So, so. As we talked about before, it comes from that archetype of the fool. And the word clown in medieval Europe actually comes from the idea of a foolish peasant. The word meant a foolish peasant. So it's already having that uh, archetype tied in with being poor and being dumb and, you know, wearing two clothes that are old and too big for you. And now you're starting to get more of the idea of dressing up like those, like uh, for lack of a better term, the, the hobo clowns that we, we do see now, which had, had a long tradition there. So in the England in the 17th century, is really the ones that start to give us the, the foundation of what we know as a clown now, because they start to introduce a type of uh, show introducing the Harlequin 
which is not only uh, one of uh, the coolest Batman villains, namesake Harley Quinn, who is, of, of course, the girlfriend of Joker, the clown prince of crime. Uh, but the Harlequin is a different type of clown. That's a little different than that, the uh, the boorish peasant kind of deal. And it's the the sly and clever clown. Now you got the idea of of the dummy and a straight man. The, the best idea for a comedy duo still lives on now. You got the clown that's the uh, the fool and the clown that's clever. And they play off each other in all kinds of goofy ways. Many times they switch it around. Now the smart one is getting tricked the other way around. So it's all kinds of shows to get down with that. And that's where you get the idea of the clown we have now, because that's the clown that we know with the red nose. That's the uh, would be known as the red clown and Harlequins in the future would be known as white clowns. We still have that today. So the white clown is the idea of the, the smart and clever clown. If you go to the big top circus, that's the one that's messing with everybody and making all the other clowns do crazy stuff. And the red clown is called um, the August clown as opposed to the Harlequin the white clown. And that's the clowns with the red noses the bozo hairdos and the silly fools with the big red bow tie. That's the August clown, the ones with the red nose, the, the silly fool. So yeah, out of the many types of clowns that there are, um, those are the ones that are sticking to us in the longest term. Of course, we have the one that Dylan mentioned earlier. We have mimes, you know, they, they have all the, the black and white makeup. And another thing we didn't mention, a lot of clowns, most of clowning, nonverbal. Almost all clowns do their, their humor through uh, circumstances, physical comedy, emotional manipulation with the audience, goofing around with each other. It's not like doing stand-up comedy, even though those are some of our modern-day clowns. It's a lot more, uh, it's nonverbal. It's, it's a more subtle in that way. Yeah, because they take a lot of the uh, clown school book. Uh, there's definitely a chapter in there on miming. Sure, yeah. <laughs> not mining, miming. <laughs> yes. Not memeing, <clears throat> miming. Miming. So yeah, yeah, definitely nonverbal uh, is is the clown way to go, and and it happens to be my first clown experience as a child that I remember. Do tell. Um, I was going to uh, on my way up to New Hampshire to my aunt and uncle's house because it was someone's birthday party, and it wasn't mine because it wasn't snowing. I know that. Right. And you probably wouldn't go to New Hampshire for your own birthday party. I might be wrong about that. That's a good call. Didn't even think about that. So I was going to, it could have been my other cousins, but they're 10 years old than me. So would it be okay to have a clown for a 14 year old's birthday party? I don't know. It depends on how the story goes. I wonder. I'm wondering. No, no, no. It could have been my cousin Betsy's. I mean, she's a fellow podcaster as well. Part of the group. Um, but she, uh, it might have been her, uh, let me, you know, shout out to, to Betsy, uh, you know, if you Betsy. Out, uh, Betsy, we'd love to know if this was your birthday party because it was in the summer. They could also hire a clown because they knew there's going to be so many kids there too. Kids that are more like your age have something That's to do. True. And the older yeah, kids, that, they'll, they'll well, go. Well, uh, a picture of me with this clown because I have it. All right. Yeah. Let's put there's it up. A picture of me with this clown and he. He, I don't, he wasn't, I don't think he was very nice and he had a beard like me right now. It was, it was a little weird because right. which is tough say, for a clown. Cause it's, it's hard to do the makeup around the beard as we know. Yeah. Well, like I, I added black to this cause I wanted to make it, uh, you know, I'm kind of like uh, in the middle of like a homeless, uh, like bum clown, fool clown. And yeah, you're uh, in transition from bozo to hobo. Pretty much. Yeah, actually I'm, I'm kind of hobo, especially with the, the thrift store clothes. I mean, it's, it's close. So, 
Um, but yeah, Betsy, I think this was your birthday party. And uh, so what and happened? What happens? Great, great point. So um, we're in the driveway and he was just making balloon animals. And, uh, and I went there expecting a Power Wheels from him. And uh, the Power Wheels again. <laughs> again, I went to- Just every, wanted those damn Power Wheels. Everybody at that age, I was like four years old. And I was, I was like, oh, people who were into magic, like magicians from the other episode- this mm-hmm. one, same thing. Didn't get the power wheels in Rhode Island. I'm going to check out New Hampshire with the clown. See if Keep he trying. can get one. Because I know he probably can. At some point, there's a guy at a party that my uh, aunts and uncles hired that's going to give me a power wheels. I know it. Yeah, no question. Like, if anyone can do it, it's this guy. And uh, I still don't have one to this day. Well, you, Mark, must have flipped your shit when you got an actual go-kart when you were older. Not just a power wheels. Oh, yeah. A real gas-powered go-kart. So yeah, that it, was good news. It was worth the wait. You just didn't know it at the time. Exactly. The go-kart and, and the go-kart's like it, it, power wheels, were like 500 bucks. The go-kart was like 800. It's like, this is crazy. It's like cheaper to get an actual go-kart. Yeah. And better. Um, so anyway, was, this clown was doing balloon. So animals. this clown, that's the whole clown story is that he made balloon animals, which are really cool. And, uh, and then he also, um, uh, didn't get me power wheels. And, um, while we have you guys, he strikes uh, again. I'm going to make you a balloon animal right now. It's time. Time it's here. This is uh, uh, an example of modern day clowning. Hang on. Balloon animals always a huge part of it. Of course, you get all the other tricks like um, I'm sure duck, duck, goose, physical comedy. But the real, the real showstoppers are balloon animals because everyone not only gets to see an, a, an interesting trick, they get a little souvenir to bring home. All right, everyone, buckle the fuck up. And hold your screams, sighs, moans, whatever you see from how impressed you're going to be by this. This is crazy shit. All right. Along our way here to the second link of the blue sausage. Coming shape now. Make sure his nose is in place. Always important as a clown. You don't want to lose your nose. Make sure Starting to look like something now. most annoying sound I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I can't think of something more grating on my ears. But it does look impressive though. It's just taking shape now. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's by mostly memory, so we've got the part, part one is done. Now we gotta do the legs, which I think is just a simple release. I fucking figured it out. Very nice. How would you look at that, folks? Guys, a real dog right here. Tail and everything. Oh, wow. Excellent clowning. Thank you. <laughs> Turns a regular blue balloon into a into a little doggy for the kids. Blue dog. You can take that home with you. For you guys, for our listeners, here's a dog. And just so I can show it off, I made this earlier. Here's a sword. Made this earlier. Sword's always a good one. 
here's a flower. Oh, the multicolored flower. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 Really get it together here. So like um, that. thanks for, for watching. That's uh, ballooning with Dylan. If you need lessons, DM me, comment on the YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Uh, there you go. And for ballooning with Joe, my OnlyFans is uh, <laughs> a whole different At kind Joe of Joe the Clown on OnlyFans, you can find him. <laughs> <laughs> that one's not for the podcast, but uh, I'd love to see you guys all there. Mm. Please donate. You know. Yeah, $5, I think, is a basic subscription. Then each yeah, day. yeah. And then you obviously, if you want me to do more tricks, as it were, a uh, little more money thrown in there <laughs> is appreciated. Yeah, and we thank you. <laughs>
And I'm glad that there's people like clowns around to serve that role and serve. They did rolling into the time of the circus. Now people are getting to see clowns all over the place, all over the place for more info called 702-326. Joe, move your head. By the way, 3402. Circus show today. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought you were reading like the clown.com website. No. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 but I did. I'm glad you mentioned that because I did get a lot of information from <laughs> yeah. clown.com. It's not, it's the best. The international clown. It's just the clown.com that actually is for clown stuff. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you saw that, right? You, you know about clown.com. No, I just I, oh, I thought that we both were getting our stuff from clown.com. No, clown.com had a really good history of clowns. Wow, it's comprehensive. It was a it was a good time. I mean, not for the animals, but for the clowns and the yeah, no, we're gonna try to forget about that and uh, the people going to watch all the kids saying, "I want to be a clown someday" or a trapeze artist or whatever. It's the fun. greatest show on earth was the Barnum and Bailey uh, circus, and I saw it. I went mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, I have seen it as well, and the clowns are one of my favorite parts of it. They had a good clown act. Yeah, they got a good thing, and like I watched a couple interviews with clowns, and like one of them was this group, and it was like today. It was actually in 2017, ah. and um, and I I generally was uh, like that's the thing. Everybody needs to sit the fuck down because this is something. Um, <laughs> All right, I can see your passions coming out about clowns pretty clearly. It is, and I believe this. You know, there's there's a war on clowns. We'll get into that later. Yeah, but get a soapbox. Um, I'm so what? So get your soapbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's a soapbox? Oh, it's what you stand on. You proselytize the masses and you tell them what they should think about things. You know. Okay, I'm on it. Yeah, so, I get on it a lot in this podcast. So I'm, I'm yeah. giving you a, a carp launch to do just that if you like. It's uh, there's so many things like this that I'm not about cancel culture. I really don't believe in that. Right. <laughs> But um, they're trying to do it to clowns. Cancel clowns. They're trying to do it to clowns for a couple of reasons. Okay. And one of them is all the 80s fault. Because they all right, well, all right. We, we will get there. You'll have your all chance. Right. I know. I know. But like, no, but you look I'll back on these clowns. And the thing is, is that like it, the more you learn about clowns, and that's why you guys have me and Joe. You know that. We, okay. we get to the bottom of this shit rah, rah, to get you more information <laughs> about clowns. Ooga, ooga. <laughs> My uncle had that horn on his RV. Did he really? Yeah. That's fucking great. Yeah, it was a Winnebago, and it fell over on its side on a, on a on a car lift, and then they picked it back up and kept. It was like just funny. Um, wow. but anyways, he put that red horn on it. It was awesome. So cool when you're a kid to see that horn. But anyways, clowns started off as philosophical priests who 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 you could go to for advice, basically, because they understand the. Uh, the ins and outs of life's and the hard stuff and then like what to take seriously and what to not take seriously and uh, um and uh and so that then this then i just want people to know that that's important these are actually the, the good clowns which are there's majority of them these are people who are doing this for a living and they're trying to get the masses to look at life with more rose-colored glasses and we <laughs> and i agree with that you know you and rose girls color noses too Where? red nose red nose yep. you can also get these at walgreens red, red nose, nose misses tolerance i forgot to mention that i wish i would have gotten i mean i'm glad i went to the, the party store to get the the authentic clown gear i couldn't go all the way to pennsylvania to the actual clown emporium but oh. 
Imagine the jokes we'd have if we were we actually went there. Oh man, I would go there like walking into a Foxwoods, two hundred dollars, ready to spend it. Ready to spend. Oh well, since we're here for a second, um, I, I I wish I had a body cam on me for when I um, had to get some of my clown gear because I've already had some of this. Um, right, it's part of your I, collection. I walked into Party City in Portsmouth, New Hampshire yesterday. And um, you can pull up the footage right now of me driving there. <laughs> I guess I did. And um, and I walked in, I took a right. And then <laughs> there's just, for some reason, it just hit me so funny because it was like a shitty rainy day. Hit you like a pie in the face. In other hit words. me like a pie in the face, which is why I wear oil-based makeup because it can take a pie. <laughs> it can take a pie or two. This That's a fucking professionalism. White. That's called being a fucking pro. This white? can take a pie no problem so when i went to party city they were like hi good afternoon sir how can we help you what what are you looking for and i said i said i just like kind of was like clowns and they're like cindy they said bring them back, they, bring said, them they back. said right here is this sir and they bring you past the the beads in the doorway <laughs> to the act the clown section yeah, yeah exactly show yeah. us your clown card sir or you're allowed back in the clown yeah, section exactly. we have a separate section for real clowns yeah kids um, aren't allowed he, here he looked at me he looked at me and kind of like just like made his weird face and he was like cindy take this man to the clowns please <laughs> and i walked back there just like <laughs> send in the clown cindy <laughs> yeah exactly and she's like here you go, here you go. <laughs> so oh you're a fucking natural man um <laughs> born to be a clown so it was just so funny because you brought me to the clown section and then I was, she's like is this good i was like yeah this will do thank you <laughs> <laughs> you're trying it out in the funhouse mirror yeah it's good stuff it was good stuff so um circus clowns no i just think that was a uh, romantic time sure. of uh of people going yeah. to get some showing the likes of the trapeze artists, like i said the clowns the animals harry houdini a, a product of this time in the vaudeville Absolutely. era he was a he was a friend of the clowns no question sure thing um i always like going to fairs too so it just strikes me better the smell of popcorn the sure the fried dough your fried dough your feet are all muddy yeah um there's those little bb gun things and kids screaming and uh people yelling at you and you just kind of get like this like it's just a, it's a good, it's a good time, you know? Yeah. Like, questionable people running heavy machinery absolutely. with children on board that are not inspected. They're inspected probably as often as the great wall is. Absolutely. Everybody's smoking cigarettes. It's and... all part of the circus culture, man. The fair culture, the traveling circus. Like I said, it's still around today. It's, it's a dying yeah. art, but it is still yeah. around. Yeah. And back in the day, they just got back on a fucking train car and then just yeah, they couldn't pack it onto the max truck and drive away. You had to no. pack everything out, yeah, or you're going caravan car. style down the dirt road. No thanks. Yeah, yeah, like that was like what you guys did. I mean, talk about living life. I mean, that's the other thing. So we got nomads. We got like people who are like, I'm gonna nomads. go travel and do whatever it is. Go try working in every single state in America off of like the fucking Oregon Trail and yeah. being a funny guy. Mm -hmm. Talk about fucking. It's showtime. Doesn't matter how you're feeling. I mean, if you have dysentery. Oh yeah. Yeah, dysentery, hangover, dehydration, whatever, mm -hmm. STDs. You're run still... out of butts. Run Sorry. out of butts. Oh yeah, you're going, you on. You're going on. I mean, at that point, quite frankly, if I was on an Oregon Trail situation, and uh, I'd probably just work just for butts. <laughs> I'm sure many children did at the time. They yeah, didn't have to pay them legally. Yeah, just work for SIGs. More, please, sir. And you're just getting tobacco poured in your fucking. <laughs> yeah, you're running away to the circus. Yes. You're not going to become the ringmaster. You guys shoveling elephant shit for three years and trying to hook up with one of the uh, the backup trapeze girls if you're lucky. 
if you're lucky, that would be cool. You know, yeah, become PT Barnum one day, God willing. Yeah, it's quite like the yeah, God, yeah, bless it, bless his heart. Um, Days of Heaven from the '70s is quite like that, except they're not circus performers; they're just working a normal job in Chicago and go to some farm. But uh, they do the don't know how thing. that's pertinent at all. It but fucking yeah. is. It's exactly <laughs> is because it's it's the same thing that they're like doing this roadshow thing of like real jobs. Gotcha. Fuck that roadshow yeah. of circus. Way more exciting. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Jano Antiques roadshow. <laughs> way way sorry as an antiquer way boring that show sucks <laughs> the greatest show on earth is not the antiques road show I'll tell you that right now i won't say it again that's for sure so circus yeah interesting time uh, yeah and like yeah. i said the idea of the clown in the circus doesn't die there it does you know prevail even on today even though you're not allowed to have most animals in circuses anymore because it's super cruel to do to animals and dangerous but we still have clowns and we're going to keep having clowns but the idea of the clown doesn't just stay in the circus as we see it it it, it transcends media like i said before you got the, the the uh the straight man and the funny guy and the idea of these comedy duos and two of the most famous clowns in united states history well as the story goes on United States is a huge part of clowns and starts to spread the idea of clowns more and more as time goes on. I would say the two most famous clowns of all time are one Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton in the silent film era. As soon as they start making movies and traveling around the world, you don't have to see a clown in person. You can see a clown on film, except here's the thing. There's no sound. You can't talk. So these guys have to be masters in the art of being humorous, insightful, and interesting without speaking a word. And Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton were two of the best at that clowns of the 20th century no shit i wouldn't have i wouldn't have given them that but you are i didn't even i did they weren't even on my list yeah i mean charlie chaplin they they called him the the lovable tramp which is a a huge clown archetype the idea of the tramp down in his luck uh holes in his shoes too big for him and a big suit coat and he's out there making laughs for everybody around him the joke's on him and it's on you too no kidding but as we roll on from there, not just the idea of uh, clowns being like that in silent film, we have the idea of the modern clown leaving the circus and hitting right past the silver screen onto the TV set in your house, which is where I think that everyone we know has the idea of clowns from, which actually starts to spin culture in a way to start seeing clowns as a part of modern society. I mean, clowns are part of the circus. They were part of an old-fashioned jester idea, the Harlequins, things like that. But we have the television show of an august clown, the red nose, the red nose clown, the red clown. That's Bozo the Clown. Bozo the Clown. In the 1950s, he brings clowning to America on the new invention that everyone has in their home, the television set. Clowns are in your house now. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Was, um, uh, okay. Well, wait a minute. So around the same time, uh, the movie, the clown came out in 1953 right around okay. when Bozo was doing his thing. Cause like, I can't figure out Clowns on the mind and the zeitgeist. And, uh, and the thing I like about the clown, the movie from 53 that I didn't watch, I probably should have because I watched the modern day version of it. He's a funny man with a drinking problem. Mm, another great clown stereotype. Yeah. Classic, classic move. But yeah. Then there was Bozo who is, yeah, by far he's, he takes the cake at number one. <laughs> he takes the pie. At number one takes the pie to the face at the number one. But yeah, he starts to spread the idea of clowns in American culture. So now, like I said, they're not just a circus act. They're part of, you know, regular life. Kids are dressing up as Bozo the Clown for Halloween. He's a character. 
And people are starting to see clowns as this fun idea. I mean, it's like dino, it's like Barney to dinosaurs, bozo to clowns. People are starting to think this is a friendly, fun idea. And it's pretty funny. My kids like it. I like it. It's all well and good. And clowns start to spread around um, in the way that they start to come to people's homes, not just in your television sets, but in your neighborhoods. For the first time in clowning history and definitely American history, people are hiring clowns to come to their parties and their kids' birthday parties. And, and clowns are taking it to the streets, as it were. And the traveling clowns go into your house directly, which I always figured was just something that's always existed. But like a lot of stuff we look up on this podcast, you find out it's a pretty modern thing. It's early 60s to early 70s is when people start doing clowns at parties. And when you see things like the balloon animals and party trick and things like that, that's a pretty modern idea of clowns at the house. Come see your kids and making a fun time for everybody. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And uh, Bozo, and then then it just, it just fucking took off like a, like a squirty water balloon, water, uh, water, <laughs> like a soda uh, bottle full of fucking water. seltzer water. Well, like a, like a, a nice water flower, you know? <laughs> oh shit. It's all over me. It didn't work. Um, it's exactly Classic clown move. I'm now, I'm now the joke. Cause I, my, my flower just, just leaked all over me. Oh, isn't that and that the true clowning is not not that the water will work is that it won't work and it'll backfire on you that's the true yeah. clown yeah yeah exactly so um <clears throat> so then so then in uh so when bozo kind of hit the main screens in what he really kind of took off in what was the 70s what was his deal uh it's well, late late 50s early 60s the 70s is well after bozo's uh air on tv bozo did have different incarnations i think different people started to play him because that's the glory of being a character you can have different people play him but the original bozo the clown's uh big hit was uh picture on the time of howdy doody and all those old 50s tv shows that they didn't really know how to deal with kids yet before things like sesame street came along they just had the clown up there and made him laugh and dance yeah 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 okay all right got it so i was gonna jump to uh yeah, the Bozo Show premiered in 1960. Oh, 60, and, uh, gotcha. Yeah, and then it, then it appeared nationally on cable television in 1978, is what it's saying. It's oh, okay, so then it started to go into syndication all around the, all around the country. I had that I had that earlier than it was. Interesting. Yeah, or no, no, no. I think that's I sorry. I think that there's just a period in in my uh, where my glasses are foggy. Uh, <laughs> something I was looking. Those at. Those aren't prescription. <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, I was just assuming. You don't know that. I don't. I don't know. I shouldn't assume. Yeah, shouldn't assume that. Um, Maybe the prescription's wrong, actually. You know what happens when you assume, you know? Usually, yeah. Yeah, make a clown out of yourself. (laughs) So, too late for that. um, So, no, no. So, this is what it is. I don't need a red nose. I have a red face because I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Should be that type of remarks. So, um, so in, uh, you're right. Yeah, Bozo. 1960s when he hit the air and 1978 is when a certain somebody got influenced by bozo and decided to hit the market that was rum yeah i think that that'll, that'll definitely run us right into the uh the modern day or like the the day we have now in clowns this is with the idea of clowns becoming not as fun as we might you think they would i mean at any other idea you think this is such a fun idea the idea of the fool been around forever but this is where it really takes a turn. I think it was because the first time in history, clowns are coming to your home. They're hanging out with your family, your kids, your neighborhood, and things like that. And that's when you run into one of the most famous clowns of all time and infamous, as it were. And I think you're talking about 
one John Wayne Gacy. Are you not? I was talking about Ron fucking Donald. <laughs> well, 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 I'll give you, I'll give you your Ron McDonald. Go ahead, because I'm talking about a different clown, and it was the exact yeah, same year. Seriously, which is a, it was a rough time to be a clown. I'm apparently, McDonald's did so well as it did with fucking that psychopath. On the you would, list. you would think so. I, I mean, yeah, 1978 is when he was arrested. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. I'll lean into that because clearly. One of the most famous clowns of all time, especially now, is not Bozo. It is Ronald McDonald, for sure. The transition between clowns being part of everyday life and this event happening puts a real damper on the clown issue and gets people really divided when it comes to clowns so a man by the name of john wayne gacy not to be confused with john wayne uh is working as a clown on the side he's doing shows like we said coming to your house making balloon animals you know hanging out with the kids getting paid he's a respected member of the community people like him respect him they think he's fun they think he's good with kids one issue there is that he has been uh torturing raping and murdering young boys for years at a time yeah, not yeah. and dressed as the clown. He was known as Patches the Clown, which is his fun clown name, and starts to introduce the idea into American culture, the idea of the evil, creepy clown, because Bozo is an idea of an entertainer. This man dresses as a clown and literally is killing and torturing young children and burying them in the floorboards of his house. They found about uh, upwards of 20 bodies in the floorboards of his house when he was arrested, and he, he is thought to have killed at least... 33 or more uh, young boys before torturing, raping, and strangling them to death and killing them. And like I said, well-respected member of the community. Everyone knew who he was. They loved Patches the Clown. Meanwhile, this guy is abusing that ability to take people in and just being the worst human being of all time, making him top-ranked around the worst serial killers in American history. He's often brought up a top three just because of how sick and crazy it is to take that idea of the clown and the fun and the joy you bring to children and then twisting that onto the, its head and the most disgusting, ultimately awful way you can even think of it. I mean, serial killers already are awful, but the idea that you take the nicest thing and turn it evil, for some reason, it just makes it that much worse. And American culture heard about it. It made national news, of course. Yeah, not good. Yeah, taking a good thing and fucking it up for the rest of us clowns, you know? Mm -hmm. Not cool. So, so that started to spread along uh, a fear of clowns that persists to this day. And I would argue, and I would like to hear what Dylan has to say about this, that clowns are way more known today for being evil and scary than they are for being fun and joyous. Outside of a circus, which maybe you might go to once or twice as a kid, clowns are on TV, in movies, and in books, and they're scary as fuck, and they're out to get you and kill you. That makeup that hides your face the creepy, weird nature, the uncharacteristically odd abilities they have and shit like that. It just leads to this idea of scary and fear and evil and demonic. And that's why they came up with the idea of uh, cholrophobia, which is the medically understood fear of clowns. That yeah. A study was taken by Chapman University that found, I'm not sure how accurate this is, but that around 7% of Americans have a fear of clowns. I wouldn't say that means they have chlorophobia, but they do fear clowns. I know when I was a kid, uh, I didn't think clowns were very funny at all. They scared the shit out of me. And they used to like try to, you know, put their hand on my shoulder and be all weird and get in your face and scream and shit like that. Scared the fuck out of me. I hated clowns. I would, I would grab my mom's leg. I would cry and run away. 
I was scared as fuck of clowns. And I didn't even see, I didn't even see anything about John Wayne Gacy. I just thought they were scary as hell. But I yeah. think that that makes the turn into, you know, massive cholerophobia. And I think that now for sure, more people are scared of clowns and perceive them as evil and, you know, even demonic really than they well, would think, as a joyous member of society. I think a big contributing factor to the fear of clowns is obviously John Wayne Gacy We'll get into the movies and in, in it in uh, in the the films, mm-hmm. but also the fact that it was a very lucrative side gig for a while during the you know crisis of the uh, the fuel crisis in the seventies. You know, sure. when gas prices were going crazy and the economy was going to shit. You make a hundred dollars an hour as a clown in the seventies. Well, actually, probably eighties. Hundred bucks an hour, which is probably about the same for now. You probably do one hundred between fifty. Right, but that's not yeah, not kind of for inflation. That that's a lot. Well, yeah, because I'm just saying back then it was a good way to make money. So you're getting angry, poor shit bags who yeah. go. I have to throw in this fucking costume. They didn't go to clown college. They that's just... my fucking point. Under education causing a, fe- a, a, a <laughs> under education of clowns. <laughs> under education of clowns causing a widespread epidemic. Chlorophobia. Fucking. Um, clown, f- yeah, yeah, uh, colrophobia. Colrophobia. Try to say that 10 times straight. Not easy. Um, the quick brown colrophobia jumped over the wide brown colophobia. See, I can't even do it. You can't even do it once that day. It's not easy, not easy. Not easy. Oh, yeah, I think you're right about that. I think under education in non-credible clowns who don't yeah. respect the process, respect the history, respect mm-hmm. their ancestor clowns. It's definitely not shit fucks like John Wayne Gacy. And, and then the, the guys that like the picture of the guy I was a clown with, I also didn't like that guy was when I was a kid. And I'll tell you why right. he fucking half-assed it. Yeah. He really did. He showed up and he wasn't, he was just a fucking guy. Some yeah. Like so many people are. Yeah. We just did it for the money. And was a piece of shit. I could tell when I was a kid. I was like, this guy's like, he just, I just seem like he's just like hates kids. Exactly. Shows up, wants to make some money, realizes this is a quick, easy side gig on the weekends to make a, enough money for a fucking bag of coke. He goes back home, and uh, you know that was puts his, it up his red nose. Yeah, puts it up his red nose, and that's his thing, you know. And and it's that was like a thing back then. There wasn't as much integrity and in like work ethic yeah you, you can't just put on a red nose and a bow tie and say you're a clown and as much as i i am kind of being facetious saying like oh yeah that's why clowns are so bad and this miseducation it, you're right it really is i mean people are you can just say you're a clown on the weekends you can do a couple balloon animals and show up you know with booze on your breath to hang out with kids it's a bad look and it makes clowns as a whole look bad too and uh for that i would like to show you a clip of the president of the world clown association a modern day clown addressing the uh, news crisis that happened I don't know, three or four years ago now when there's people dressing up as clowns and inviting people in the woods. It was a national news story. As far as I know, no one was harmed, but it was very creepy. And it brought back that that fear of clowns um, that we had earlier. All right, here he goes. Here up. is the president of the World Clown Association uh, talking about that incident. It seems like a lot of people have been asking, what do you think about these scary clowns? There was a report in the United States of in one community where somebody dressed up as a scary clown is inviting kids to go into the woods. Bad luck. Well, we try not to focus on the negatives, but just provide a positive image of clowning. Nonetheless, uh, here are some of my thoughts on that. First of all, 
I try to always share with people, first of all, anybody doing that is not a clown. <laughs> That's if right. Somebody dresses like a doctor and is in a doctor's smock and is wearing a stethoscope and is in a haunted house and comes at you with a chainsaw, he is not really a doctor. It's a person impersonating a doctor for this horror venue. If somebody dressed up as a police officer to try to gain someone's trust, mm -hmm. but the person wasn't really a police officer and then tried to kidnap a child, they wouldn't say, oh, a police officer kidnapped a child. They'd say somebody impersonating a police officer. And I think that's a differentiation we need to know. Whoever is doing this crazy stuff is not a clown. <laughs> I think that says it all. I don't know if we need to go much more into that, but yeah. Does, and I believe in that. I mean, I think he's. I think that, that that's your point exactly. On college, sure. it's like putting on a. It's like putting on a, a Marine Corps dress blues and yeah, walking make to you a Marine. And you're a Marine. You ain't. It, 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 it does ring pretty funny. I know he's a clown, so he's an expert at being funny, but that he compares clowns to uh, police officers and doctors who have to go through <laughs> a lot of training. There I mean, are three clown college, in this world a proper clown. doctors, police officers, and clowns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly, you, you can go to clown school and become a clown, but I mean, it's obviously you can also just put on a bow tie and become a clown too. But, you know, I think that's the idea is it's a little bit easier to become a clown than a police officer. I mean, not a proper clown, though, but. Now, that's what the WCA has to say about the whole thing. And I think that um, I think that he's right. I think you're right, too, Dylan. But it is inherently funny that he's defending it that way because he's a diehard clown. Yeah, he's serious. I mean, it's serious. It's really funny. Which is kind of ironic because if life's a joke, taking it too seriously, being a clown. Yeah. Hong Kong. But, I, but he's holding up the ethical and moral values of clowns that I believe in, too. We're the, we're the peacekeepers of uh, no yeah. we're not. Where it is also hitting his pocketbook, though, too. <laughs> when people start getting scared of hiring clowns for kids, that's going to – the WCA doesn't get their dues by uh, money growing on trees. The people got to make some money. Yeah, I mean, I do think – you know what? I think that this brings up another issue, though. I think that um, yeah. clowns at parties for kids and stuff like that need to be WCA approved. And if I was hiring a clown, I would ask. <laughs> that's going to probably double their charge. It would be 200 bucks an hour to get a clown if they have to be WCA approved. No, I, I think I think so because if not, you're gonna get that guy that I saw when I was a kid, who like I wasn't scared of him, but I was like, dude, you're doing this for the wrong reasons, man. Like you gotta do this because because you want to better the, for the love of the game. Yeah, the love of the clown. Love of clowning. For I, I agree with you. I just think it's probably unlikely that you're gonna find as many people um, as into it as people who are the members of the World Clown Association. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think oh, if you yeah. learn a couple of sleight of hand tricks and some magic shows, you can probably do a couple of kids shows on the weekends and no one would knock you for it. But to be a master illusionist in order to be paid on the weekends, it's a, it's a big ask for a lot of people. Yeah, no, it is. It is. But it's as a balancing as act between letting people try clowning and be clowns and having to be the official WCA clown member or else you're not a real clown. It's tough. I don't know. I think you got to hold up the image for the, the rest trapeze of the act. No, I know, but if you don't, if all of a sudden you're the you're the fuck up like John Wayne Gacy or some piece of shit and fucking yeah. definitely wasn't fuck a real clown for the rest of the clowns, you know, right? It's not yeah. funny. Not funny. <laughs> I, you know, I'll, we're gonna go on on the record right now. I know we don't like to talk political, but I'm gonna go on the record right now. This podcast doesn't think that the binding, torture, raping, and murdering of kids in a clown costume is is very funny at all. I'm going on the record. Not funny. It's definitely not funny. 
that's why there's evil clowns and that's why people are scared of clowns now yeah because of bad up. clowns like that yeah it's fucked up you know it is so so that brings us right segues us right into the 80s where pennywise shows up pennywise now that's the clown that is responsible for more people afraid of clowns than I'd say even John Wayne Gacy, because that is one of the clowns from my childhood that I was absolutely terrified of. But and most is, people our age and even older than us feel yeah. the same way about it. But he's endlessly less scary than Penny, than John Wayne Gacy because he's he's not real. He's not real. But in the movie, oh boy. And in the book that I haven't read. Yeah, in the movie, he's pretty scary. He'll throw that out there. Um, and he eats children just like John Wayne Gacy fucking probably ate them too right like yeah i mean he's got to be at least a little bit um in the same uh note as that we do have a little bit of him here yeah some candy and rides and all sorts of surprises down here and balloons too all colors do they float oh yes they float Georgie. they float and when you're down here with me. You float <laughs> So pretty fucked up. I, I do respect his nose though. It's meant fun it's, it's very you know it's shit like that. It's, it's got his nose is got out. holes and it's kinda molded into him. It's oh it's, yeah he's a pro. He's got the pro nose. This ain't no yeah, style. He knows what's he's gotta he's gonna live with that thing and it, but yeah the teeth is like the whole thing pretty scary with him. Mm -hmm. No question. Um, I, I think again, it is that that combination of flipping on his head—the innocence and joy of kids having fun with a clown and twisting it into this murderous thing. It makes it that much more haunting and sticks in people's brains even more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of like seeing a, a doll in the in the room is possessing like that. It's like taking these innocent ideas and making them haunting and scary makes them more fucked up than a guy with a chainsaw. You know, is the guy inviting you over and making balloon animals for you and then stringing you up. Right, right. And um, and um, uh, one of the things with uh, there you go. Show us those suspenders. We haven't been able to see those yet. Get this going. But so yeah, I think that mostly all the almost all the modern uh, clowns in popular culture, barring our one uh, that you mentioned before, we should definitely bring up is I think the most famous clown in the world currently uh, is Ronald McDonald because the McDonald's brand is so huge. He's a happy, fun clown who donates money to, you know, kids with cancer and stuff like that. Or at least that's the idea. Yeah, at least that's the idea. Um, what about him? They really should donate to kids who have uh, type two diabetes. That would be a lot more help to cut down on those big chickens. We're not going to uh, this right now, but there's a lot of additives in McDonald's that need to go. Absolutely, <laughs> but yeah, no, not nothing about. I'm just saying, rolling into the modern, uh, you know, ideas of clowns being evil. All the clowns I'm finding that are famous are all in horror movies. They're scary as shit. They're terrifying. They're not funny at all. They don't have any clown spirit. They're out there to get you and kill you and kill your kids and tie them up and shit. Scary as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I did like the movie. I like the most recent It with the boys from Stranger Things. You know, I liked. I like both It. No, that's good. Um, I never saw the original one, but uh, it's good. Steve Curry is great. Yeah, no, they're they're good they're good movies, but you know I, I can see why the clown community is just not so happy about this. Yeah, I know, but you know, uh, unfortunately, the clown community is very small, and uh, popular yes. culture reigns supreme. And popular culture is afraid of clowns; they're scary. They're not. 
once you get to know them. That's why we're, that's why you have us. Cause we want you to get to know that, Hey, this let's have an adult conversation about clowns. Okay. <laughs> this isn't funny. We're going to be adults about this today. And, and we need to tell you that, yeah, there are some bad clowns that have done some bad things. The media tells you things about clowns that are pretty bad. But there's also the clowns that have a whole association built around them and have a foundation of ethics. And oil-based paint. And oil-based paint as their foundation with crazy noses who have probably had adversity as another founding factor in what made them a clown. They've realized the point of life and they can help you with it too. Just like a, um, I don't know. I was trying to think of something funny, but I don't oh, know. Oh, you dropped at the one yard line. That was a great speech. I know. I'm just trying to say, I was going to, I was going to throw something funny in there. Like I was going to make a priest joke, but Oh, I already, I already dodged that one earlier. I felt, yeah. I thought against it. <laughs> I thought against it, but I do mean this. So I do believe in clowns. I respect yeah, yeah. clowns. Huge I, think they, I think that's. I've always been yeah. a fan of clowns, and they're funny. Um, pictures coming up right now. This is not my first time being a clown. It's not. I have been a clown before in my office, and mm-hmm. uh, and you will be again, I imagine. And it showed me who was fucking real. That's what being a clown at an, at a sales floor of a hundred people who are supposedly all my friends did. So you were a clown at work. I was a clown at work. And this was just a regular Monday, right? You just decided to figure out what it would look like when you showed up to work as a clown. Uh, no, no, I um, my my uh, clown ball is not that big. Um, no, it was it was for Halloween, which is embarrassing because I, out of the four years I worked there, um, was always one of two or three people who dressed up for Halloween at a fucking in high school. I mean, it was literally my the place I worked was like a big <laughs> giant high school. Yeah, and, um, man. I always respect people who dress up for shit. I'm always a big fan of dressing up and doing it, especially on Halloween. It's fun. Yeah, like what the fuck? I, I get I get being lazy, but the idea of just completely going against it and poo pooing the whole idea that always rubbed me the wrong way. Have yeah, a little so fun. Dress up. I was up. like one of three fun. people, and one person had a fucking Red Sox shirt on and was a Red Sox player. And then somebody else was a hero like me who was at least something. If you're you know, going to put on a Red Sox shirt for your costume, better not dress up at all. That's worse than nothing. Just don't even fucking bother. So the year I was a clown um, was uh, the month or, or, or like the, yeah, the month that Joker came out with, um, uh, <laughs> with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix and um, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. So it was like extra fucked up. Cause that was, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but, um, but I was like, another no. reason when people are scared of clowns, the clown prince of crime. The Joker, not even only the uh, the Batman yeah, comics and movies, but Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix, scary. Scary, but you can't pick, it's hard to pick a side with him. Yeah, he should be in jail, but overall, I mean, he's a product of domestic violence and, and a fucked up delusional. In that movie, he narcissistic is. Sure. Mom, the, but, the classic Joker has many different backstories and most of them. Oh don't. yeah, totally. Yeah, his backstory is always different. But in that movie, um, Joe, what was the last movie you cried at? Uh... The audience wants movie. to know. I, I I wish I could tell you the last movie I cried at. I don't I don't know. I'm trying I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't remember. I'm trying yeah. to think of it. Now, yeah. Do you have an answer for yours? I do. I'll yeah. think of mine in the meantime. Well, I don't know if it was the last one, but it was the. It might have been the first movie I cried at since I was like nine. Oh, that's um, a different question. 
Well, well, I, I had a real crying problem. Let's all break it down. Not, not a sad not clown. A, not a yeah. Just don't cry as a person. Just not something I do. Like, yeah. don't do it. Oh, so your problem was not crying enough. In other words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, don't cry. I still for most of culture, for a man, it would be a problem if you cried at all. Not. Not. Well, enough. it's a healthy thing to cry, but I don't cry. I um, agree. Don't cry. But sometimes, if I feel something coming on, I let it go. And mm-hmm. the movie Joker. Uh, I saw it this time last year, February 2020. I was on an airplane and I was like, all right, I know everyone's like, hey, you got to see this movie. It's a good movie. I think you're going to get it. Um, yeah. It's really rough. And um, and so I watched the airplane and I actually cried because I felt for him so much. Um, right. I don't agree with his decisions and how he processed things, but also he was a serious product of his of, yeah. of, of and his also he had he had severe agents. mental illness he needed oh it's treatment. actually a combo of both yeah because of mental illness but yeah um, he didn't have the treatment he needed and he, he didn't he have the treatment he needed he didn't have it. it was hard for him to get treatment and then he was bullied extensively throughout his entire life and his mother yeah. was insanely fucked up and he was based his entire life off of like a hope and a dream that his father was this person like mm-hmm. deep deep movie but um but i understood that movie you know i, I got it very much it made me cry mm-hmm. um clown Rough movie, real rough, movie. real real movie. But um, but at the, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, clowns in, in modern day just have either a negative, sad connotation or yeah. a horrible connotation. And even some of those clowns. Then <laughs> we didn't even bring up insane clown posse. That's another a modern clown movie. idea: the ICP, insane clown ICP. posse. That's a whole thing. Yeah, they have a whole following of themselves. Maybe the most popular clowns in modern history is the insane clown posse, the juggalos yeah. and juggalettes like out there. Woo, the woo, FBI woo. that I know of. Um, that's a fucking thing. And I don't, and I also, when you learn more about them, you understand them too. Not that I want to be a gigolo, juggalo, juggalo, juggalo is a male prostitute. Right, it's very I, close. I don't want to be either of those, but, but um, yeah, that's another thing too. But overall, like it's all these like extremist things. It's just so sure. weird. It's gone. Well, it is that idea that that uh, big glasses and a nose and some makeup. Yeah, there's just just a fine line. It's two sides of the same coin. The the tragedy and comedy. It's like those two masks you see in theater. They're not opposites. They're part of the same thing. And how funny and joyous and carefree a clown can be can be flipped so easily just with the turn of the coin. Very thin uh, edge to that thing to become sad right away. It's like uh, Shakes the Clown, the movie that you watched this week. You can see how that comedy can be turned into tragedy so quickly. Uh, the more you heighten one side, the easier it is to flip it. Almost the funnier and wackier it is, the sadder it can be. And the sadder and crazier it is and out of this world control, the funnier it can be. If you take a step back, it's all the way that works. Oh, yeah, no question. One of the most cringeworthy movies of all time is related to Shakes. And so if you guys are out there and you find humor in Bad Santa 1 and 2, mm. that Shakes the Clown only newer <laughs> shakes the clown the OG bad santa bad clown modern day clown movie about the and it is described quote unquote as the citizen cane of alcoholic clown movies if you want to get into that and i dare you to to deny that once you watch the movie I, you find Literally yourself hard pressed hard pressed to say it's not <laughs> The Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. But, but however, however, as most alcoholics are, they're quite, they feel a lot. They're very emotional. Sure. Um, Adam Sandler's in this movie, and so is a bunch of other people. And it's kind of like the whole Starring movie. Bobcat Goldthwait, right? I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> the whole movie is centered around this 
So imagine a biker bar and motorcycles show up, they're bikers. They're not bikers, they're clowns this time. And this is a clown bar that they oh, all yeah. go to to after their shows, before their shows, weekends, not working, whatever it is, they show up as clowns, they have beers together. Sure. They, they play shots with the flowers in their shirts and then all yep. other kind of clowns. They're all regulars, they have the strict clown they don't. They don't serve food on plates, there's only pies and pie tins and you gotta eat that way. <laughs> no, actually, it's like it's like biker bars, so they get like wings and fucking shit. Oh, nice, there's still yeah. wings and onion rings. Yeah, it's not, it's not like that crazy, but everybody in there, for the most part, is or like three quarters of the people are clowns mm. and then there's kind of like, like the locker like, room scene from uh from joker when they're all they're all you know doing their clown stuff getting their yeah makeup. yeah like when they're all getting changed in that room it's the same yeah, thing yeah. Same with right. like um same with like uh like taxi driver same th- or, yeah taxi driver with uh robert de niro like all the taxi drivers yeah which is a huge influence on the movie joker it's just another one of those movies and i do recommend it it's not bad hell yeah so i thought we'd run through a just a list of other famous clowns, just so we don't uh, miss any on the list. Yeah, here. Sure, bring yeah. up any if you can. Absolutely, yep. Mm-hmm. So we already got Ronald and Bozo. I thought also Krusty the Clown, a big clown in popular culture. From on the my Simpsons. list too. Yep. Big clown, Krusty. We also have uh, Captain Spaulding from the House of a Thousand Corpses. Creepy yep. guy, gas station owner dressed up as a clown and is a, a ringleader in his own right. Uh, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, another oh, clown dude, movie. I forgot about them. Yeah, I totally forgot about them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have, in, you know, even closer to today, American Horror Story did a whole season on the circus, and Twisty was the clown in that series, which I think was arguably the scariest character um, besides probably the, uh, the ringleader of the whole thing there. Wow. All right. What and even more favorite? close to now, we have uh, a movie on Netflix. Netflix original came out only four years ago. It's just Terrifier. It's this really dumb name for a movie. And I guess that's the name of the clown. Another clown movie about a killer clown. I mean, it's not going away anytime soon. Clowns are part of our culture, whether you like it or not. And they are what they are. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I got a few on my list. Um, Let's hear My list actually got deleted somehow. And I got to try to remember. Joke's on you. Pie on your face. Yeah, yeah. So there's. For some reason, the list that I I have some personal ones, but the list that I pulled from um, personal clowns, yeah, personal clowns. Well, they're ones that, right. that that aren't on the list, but that means something to me. Um, these aren't them, but there's a number eight on the list is a, a, a is a Happy Slappy from the movie Airbud. I don't remember that clown, but I hope you guys do. And then there's also a famous a clown in the Brave Little Toaster. I don't remember that, but I did love that movie, and I definitely cried as a kid watching that movie for sure. Well, there's your movie. All right, guys. Last movie, Joker, Brave Little Toaster. No, no, no. I I cried in a movie like this year. I just can't remember what it is. I think I cry more at TV shows now than movies. No one asked about TV shows, Joe. Sorry. This is about movies. Also, this is the same material. Um. So, um, if anyone's wondering what this is, it's he's not talking about comedy material. He's talking about what makes up the microphone cover in his nose. So, clowns that do something for me. That's good material. <laughs> so, um, you're forgetting a real solid of the clowns. And Please fill me in. Two, two solids of the clowns is I happen to say horn corn is horn corn for clown lingo mm-hmm. and uh, buffoonery and all this stuff. Well, that happens to come from the leader of the Clown Academy in uh, American Dad, which happens to be Roger, who goes by 
H.J. Rimmins in the show from memory. Just by the way, I didn't write that down. There's nothing on my notes here about that. This is from here. (laughs) I know that Roger is H.J. Rimmins, which is so well thought out as a clown. I mean, like, that's what that's what the fucking name is. The last thing to do is something weird like Rimmins, you know? Like, I don't mm-hmm. really get it, but it just it just is. Well, I mean, I think it has to do with hand job and rim job. Yeah, right? yeah, I get. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's true. HJ. <laughs> that's it. I don't even. I'm just off the top of my head here. H-J. No, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but um, funny. But uh, that episode. Still funny. Very funny, actually. It's like yeah. a five-minute segment of them at clown school. Steve goes to clown school, finds out Roger is the one, as mentioned, with the white face. He's painted yeah. white. And he's wearing like a black shirt and that's it. And it's Roger with a clown nose. It's classic fucking look. Um, Roger's the, Roger's the, the leader of the clown school. It's so funny. So that's one, that's one famous clown that I know of. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned Krusty. Krusty's Krusty the crab from the Simpsons um, is the son of a rabbi. Krusty the clown, not the Krusty crab. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Krusty the clown is the son of a rabbi. His father's a rabbi. Yeah, same. yeah, he's uh, he, he wanted to be uh, a comedian. His dad, right? his dad does not agree with his his career choice. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure a lot of the writers in The Simpsons are, uh, had that same plight in their lives before they became comedy writers. Yeah, exactly, and and it's uh, in his his first um, uh, Krusty Krusty is actually supposed to be kind of originally was written in as like a thought in Bart's head or something about what he wishes his dad was like or something. Yeah, that's why he looks so he much like Homer, Krusty right? all the time over his father. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. But I mean, he got to be one of the most famous clowns just because of how large the show The Simpsons was. It was he was a main character in it, and uh, everyone yeah. knew about Krusty the Clown from that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Almost as famous favorite, as Arnold. I think my favorite clown scene in a movie is actually from. Um, so what year was this? I think it was the '60s or '70s at the latest. Um, let me just look it up before I say what year it was. A movie. Okay, 1983. Um, there are two. British secret agents who are set to retrieve uh, the crystal egg from a royal castle. It's this prized diamond egg in the movie Octopussy from 1983. It's a James Bond. James Bond. Roger Moore is a clown. And so he's 007. And let's just call him 006 for now is also a clown. 006 is running away with the egg. And I believe he gets an axe in the back and dies, or a knife, or a knife right in the back, and he just blood comes out of him and he dies on the floor. He's like a good-looking clown, well done. And it's a chase scene, so it's a clown. The movie, it's the starting scene of the movie, and it's this clown who's not got the this type of thing. He's a little more clean than I am right now, and um, and he's He's just running through the woods from someone who you eventually get to meet, um, who uh, I believe throws a knife or an axe or something like that through the through the clown's back and that's how the, and then, then he falls down like this and the egg rolls out of his hand and uh it's a long good good scene um roger moore also a clown and uh which was pretty funny in that same same uh octopusy same movie also funny name very funny name yep i forget what it means in that movie but they usually have a sexual orientation to most James Bond things. Like, no, no, like Pussy Galore is like mm-hmm. a character. She's a woman. the man with the golden pussy. Another great James Bond movie. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> pussy Raker. Yep, 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 yep. That's another one. Um, 
Yeah, Golden Pussy Pussy. Never Dies. Yeah, yeah, yep. All those movies, great ones, real great. Yep. Her Majesty's Pussy, another great James Bond movie. good stuff people it's good stuff so pussy's not enough that's <laughs> obviously the funniest one i couldn't even think of it so good So All right, so let's do it. Our final thoughts on clowns. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I think it's pretty clear how I feel about clowns. I feel like they've been wronged. Clowns have been wronged and like slighted, they've but they've been respected throughout history, even though it's you know a disrespect and it's uh, playing a low-status figure, but they've been uh, appreciated, no doubt, for thousands of years now. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just I, I do feel that you could, some some people out there if they're the right if they're people I get along with they might have had a life changing experience from something a clown said to them and not always positive though. well that's fucking not the point show me a dingle georgie <laughs> that's not the point is that is that how do you take a bath georgie show me how you take a bath is that if there's a good clown out there um most people can leave with a positive experience to reflect on after the the clown show. Right. Or you sit down with a clown on a park bench in the middle of central park and you say, Hey clown, um, dude, I'm going to vent to you like a therapist. And then they, they say, they give you a five word answer and you go, Holy shit. Right. Philosophers in their own right. That dovetails great into one of the, the story that I want to tell for my final thoughts, which is the story of Pagliacci, the clown. That it's been told many ways. Uh, I saw it in the movie Watchmen for the first time, and the story goes a little bit like this. How many this. times did you see Watchmen? Uh, I saw. I think I saw it twice in theaters. The first time I enjoyed myself. The second time I brought you and Jeremy, and you guys both fell asleep during the previews. We left in the first <laughs> ten minutes. It's a three-hour movie, so I knew we were going to make it the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and I remember Joe uh, uh, woke us up and was like, "Let's guys get the fuck out of here," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah it was it was that two day. guys asleep and the movie hadn't even started yet for a three-hour movie i was like we're not gonna make it we're not gonna make it fell asleep immediately literally the second i sat down i fell asleep <laughs> i remember that like it was yesterday so yeah that'd be my second time seeing watchman but the story of pagliacci it goes like this a guy walks into his therapist's office he looks haggard he's got bags under his eyes he looks like he's been sweating been up all night can't sleep Sits down and he goes, hey, doctor. And he goes, obviously, there's something up. Well, let me know what's going on with you. I'm here to help. The guy goes, I don't know. I feel like my life's going down the tubes. I mean, I'm, I'm broke. Uh, my wife cheated on me last week. I found her with another man in bed. Uh, I wanted to go fight the guy. He busted my face up. I got all fucked up. Uh, I showed up to work drunk. Uh, they wouldn't let me work there anymore. They fired my ass. I'm on the street. Uh, I've been surviving off of scraps and handouts. I don't see how it can get any lower. I'm living in the gutter here, doc. I don't know what the fuck to do. And the doctor, obviously sympathetic, looks at the guy and, and it really has nothing to say to him. It's, it's so tough. This guy's in a situation that's basically insurmountable. And he goes, well, you, you got to stick your nose up and, uh, and I'm gonna try to try to look forward to the future here. And I got a prescription for you here. You know, 
turn that frown upside down. We we got luckily we have a circus in town right now, and the funniest guy I've ever seen is this guy Pagliacci the clown. I mean, people go up there and. It makes them smile, makes them laugh. I have yet to see anyone go see the show that isn't leaving in stitches, just crying, laughing. They love the guy. So here's one prescription. You got to go see Pagliacci the Clown. Please go see him. And the guy goes, doctor, I am Pagliacci the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just love that. Because it's every aspect of the clown story. It's right there. And it's funny and sad in the same sentence. I love it. That's Pagliacci. That's my final thoughts on clowns. It's just a Pagliacci story. I think clowns are awesome. I think they're scary as fuck and they're creepy in movies. But in real life, people who respect the the art of clowning, which is it's an old art. And uh, it's just to entertain people and, and have fun and, and be funny and shit like that. And I respect anyone who tries to be funny and entertain people and, and takes it seriously and or takes life not too seriously. So I yeah. say a thumbs up to clowns for me. Uh, if they're not in a movie, then I love them. Thumbs up to clown. My final thoughts are about clowning is the heart of all the circus activity. Mm -hmm. And I'd say it's the soul. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and uh, clowning is about also humiliation, how you can become indestructible touches on the whole entire human experience. Because at the end of the day, my skin is still skin color. My, I'm still here. My hands don't have gloves on them. Right. I'm, not, I'm not actually human. You know, and I, I th as a kid, I saw that too, and it freaked me out. Mm -hmm. That that clown sucked. But if you get a good one, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Look at clowns as as uh, you know, like I said, touching on the whole human experience, um, and they have gone through problems. So you can just so you can laugh at the trivial things and uh, and gain compassion for the larger things. Um, clowns represent playfulness, which, as discussed with with crows, just like clowns, mm -hmm. playfulness in play is a sign of intelligence you learn through play and uh you know the freedom to overcome the seriousness uh, of your surroundings clowns also have their they're their own poetic space that's not dependent on others nobody else is involved in clowns they're here for you but they don't need anybody else they can they don't need any it's, they're not part of society in the way that 99.9 percent .9 of people are and, and kind of like lastly, um, they're the master of failure, going from one fiasco to another. And uh, when there's, clown, like I man. mentioned with you said up top, when there's a good clown saying a good thing, good sermon, good clown sermon, not sermon, whatever the fuck, making a good balloon animal, whatever you want to call it, sure. everyone can take something for it. Thanks for coming to the podcast. We're your hosts, Clown Dylan and Clown Joe. We can't wait to see you for next week. It's been 20 motherfucking episodes this whole goddamn time. We've got one sponsor in the house already that hasn't responded to our emails, and uh, we hope they will. And don't forget, most importantly, from one clown to another clown, because we're all clowns, everything is important, but nothing is serious. Absolutely right. Keep clowning around out there, folks. Pie in my face. <laughs> Wait, say something. You get this on. Nothing serious, really. Yeah, uh, Corlo, Corlo, Cor, Col, Colro, Col, Col, Colrophobia. Colrophobia. Try to say that ten times straight. Not easy. I mean, it takes a massive fucking pair to be a clown. Last of shoes. Time.
Or glasses. Or glasses. We could be whatever you're talking about. Just scrap some of my beer real quick. <laughs> present something to a group of people who would just expect me to entertain them and uh and then i'd be like well duh, are you gonna so how you like it please <laughs> smile please tell me i'm good yeah is this good The dog. He's very nice. Thank you. He matches your room. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>